mystery movies this week. Oh, and we're joined or by... Or are we? <laughs> oh, I probably said that last time. Yes, I think we. I think, think you might have done. Um, the, we are joined by the mysterious and myster, mystery veteran, uh, Dave Bulmer. Um, are we? <laughs> you know, yes, yes, we are. Yes, hello. Despite um, here, your voice I'm, being lower. I'm here to... Yeah, my voice is a bit lower because I lost my voice two days ago recording a six-hour-long episode of serious business about beauty and the beast that's a lie it was five and a five hours 26 minutes long and i'm gonna try and cut it down to less than that but goodness knows how much less than that um <laughs> five hours 26 minutes oh yes that's that's nothing <laughs> yeah, no. compared to the frozen episode for example that was eight hours long in its original uh duration but so i'm here to uh, spoil this podcast in uh two ways and uh, number one is that we're doing this in the morning so i i have a bowl of porridge here and i'm just going to be eating it while we the most silent of foods porridge <laughs> you think so, but there's the there's the <laughs> the um i've uh it's not a very nice porridge i haven't made porridge in a number of months so i've kind of lost the knack i used to be very good at it um and um the other reason is that at some time today and wouldn't it be exciting if it was in the middle of the podcast i'm having a new hoover delivered um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they say they're not coming till the afternoon but you know you never can tell with them yeah. can you yeah. again another another thing that would would probably not take a load of time or noise but would be great if it if it got delivered while it was on. Yes, <laughs> live live action home delivery of a Hoover. Yes. Well, what they do is the people, the, the, Hoover, the people at the Hoover depot. They just turn them all on, point them in the compass direction of where they're supposed to end up, and just let go. And then they just run <laughs> their way over hill and dale until they get to the house that they're supposed to. Get. With a full bag. As, uh, as yeah, true. That's how Roombas are delivered. You just see a load of rumours going around the streets, just trying to find where they're. <laughs> yeah, where they're I mean, to... I don't really see why they don't do that. The, the <laughs> rumour technology and Google Maps are both things that exist. So go ahead. The um, it's it's mesmerising that your your earphones one yeah. makes it look like you're wearing a massive hoop earring. That's right. <laughs> That's because it's, one, it's, it's the sort of headphone where you it one is much longer, so you have to loop it round the back uh, of your right. neck. Yes. You get this excess dangle. <laughs> oh, is that what you're supposed to do with those? Yeah. Ah. You've just been wearing it. I've just been. Tilted. I've just been wearing it with my head tilted. Um, <laughs> I've just been having one really dangly one because I assumed mm-hmm. that one of them, because the the last time I had a pair of earphones like that, Dave. Um, I was in school. I'm listening. I'm and... listening. Just <laughs> porridge. <laughs> Last time I had a fair, pair of earphones like that, I was <laughs> in school, and I genuinely thought it was so that you could have one dangling out of the top of your jumper, so that you can that you can walk around with it and then pop it up and then have a little listen. Yeah, I mean, you could do that, um, but then you'd only get mono sound yeah good 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 enough for at school dave good enough for at school oh yeah did you see just the other day that was being passed around twitter as a fun new idea millennials are having where no not i don't mean that i mean actual kids yeah yeah exactly i've I've fallen into the god listen to me with all my vernacular that i've got from really old people um (laughs) no they uh did you see the other day this was being passed around on twitter as a great new idea that the kids have had where you put one headphone cable up your sleeve and then you lean your ear on your you lean your hand on your ear yeah and you can secretly listen to stuff i got 
in trouble for that in the year 1992. That's ancient. When I was like 10 or 11 years old. And it was our first school test. Not whole school. It wasn't like we weren't in a hall or anything. It was just in the classroom. But it was the first time I'd had what you would call a formal test where we had to be quiet for like quarter of an hour or something yeah and i I, what i decided to do was listen to the title screen to solstice on the nez one of the (laughs) greatest chip tunes ever written as long as you're listening to the pal version which rest assured i was and i had and i i was leaning my ear on my hand like that and secretly listening to it while i did the test but it was extremely audible because you know you didn't have in-ear noise cancelling ear canal headphones in those days i was gonna say like (laughs) those were flat weren't they but but back in 1992 (laughs) headphones would have been bigger than your head surely well no they were still they were still they were still in-ear phones but they were the ones that were quite large gray discs with Mm. one side of it had little holes in for you to listen through and it was yeah it was um very noisy, and of course, the beepy chip music from a, from a NES, very, very audible in quiet conditions. So my friend, who had recorded the music for me on his NES, recognised what was he what he was hearing and tried to cover for me by humming along with it, uh, which, you know, <laughs> frankly, only got him in trouble, at which point, of course, he had supposed to do. <laughs> like, uh, like the great escape. Of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it i'm just humming that's what they Wait. did in the great that the reason they did that in the great escape was to cover up the music uh, yeah. the, the wonderful tim follin composed title screen to solstice on the net <laughs> <laughs> which would have given up which would have entirely given the game away had they been caught that while yeah. trying to escape well that's the sound the spades made back then yeah yeah, I haven't seen The Great Escape, so all I'm imagining is that what are they like digging with spades and trying to cover it up by going like la 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 la. That is exactly that is exactly like I think they're singing hymns or something outside while they're all hammering away at stone to break it down. I don't think that would work. I think you would definitely hear it over the sound of a human voice. What they needed to do was they needed to all get together and go like bang clank dunk. Maybe if they had some pots and pans, bang them together. But, you know, failing that, yeah. just yell clank. Hymns don't sound anything like clanking and banging. No, exactly. Um, unless, well, unless it was one of those, you know, one of those more recent industrial hymns from the industrial <laughs> genre. They were hymns by Kraftwerk. That's it. Yeah. Is it? No, they're more BP. Who is it that is? What's the industrial musician who literally like throws uh, shopping trolleys around and bangs things on them? That That's the sort of thing you need to be putting on in the prison. Hey, oh, oh, I've just remembered. Life's a pitch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, from fingers to hand, we've got, where's Waldo and what has he done with Wally? <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. I have a long history of being extremely nitpicky about the naming of characters in the world's well, Willy 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 in the Willy 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 Willy, Willy franchise. <laughs> the Willy Willy Willy. Da now now. Willy 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 Willy. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> what a good what a good start to the, I seem to be in a silly mood <laughs> put that on so I'm thinking right we were talking about this earlier off yeah. off camera uh, right. off off mic mm-hmm. but it may may go in the deleted scenes uh but I think there was one issue of where's Wally where's Wally if you don't know issue is, where's where's Waldo 
in America. Um, where's Wally? It's a, basically a book where you have to find a, a guy. Find uh, a man. In a, find a man it's in the crowd. very much like Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what Where's Wally is, what on earth are you playing at? Go and get one of the books. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's good fun. Or, or Google. There's all sorts of people wearing questionable fashion choices. Yeah, I Just... don't know if you can Google a Where's Wally. You need the you need the resolution to be right. That's true. Do you remember yeah. the Do you remember the TV series where it go? Now and then it would cut away from the cartoon and go Where's Wally? And there would be a screen of of Where's Wally. You were supposed to find him in, and then it would zoom in on something that previously, while the t- while the timer was counting down was less than a single pixel big and it was, <laughs> it was visible and then go there he is <laughs> you're stupid you couldn't see him you couldn't see wally on your terribly pixelated image yeah uh, that was uh, that of course that was the where's wally tv series the uh willy 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 tv series of course was post watershed <laughs> uh, i was too young to watch that at the time so i want to catch up now i'm sure it's all on youtube <laughs> No, in terms of service, it'd be demonetized at the very least. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, I'm thinking there's one issue or one book of Where's Wally where in one of the pictures it's Wally, but he's <laughs> it's either he's got his knob out. <laughs> I was going to say he's not wearing shoes or socks. <laughs> well, that, that, uh, well, d- uh, funny you should say that. That actually is one of them. It, oh, wow. <laughs> No, it's the well. There was one in Where's Wally now, where there was a whole page of Wallys, and you only found him because he was the one who didn't have his shoes on. What? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, if that's if that's not a message from the rest of the Wallys, I don't know what is. <laughs> um, so I, I think that you're right, but I, I, I think it's more of a there is one Where's Wally uh, uh, book where there is a another a second Wally. Sneaking up behind the first <laughs> with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, <laughs> further on in the crowd, you just see him looking directly at Wally. Yeah, yeah. And then the next page, he's in like. A different crowd. <laughs> he's, different crowd. he's getting closer. Like, he's moving through the book rather than moving. Yeah. Through... <laughs> oh, in every, on every page, he's a little bit closer to Wally. And, like. <laughs> And the conceit of this Wally book is that you are a government sniper watching out for Wally, who you're aware is going to be attacked by this, you know, imposter Wally. And so you have to find him in the crowd. Oh, no. You've got to find Waldo. Right. Yeah. Well, this is it. Waldo's, Waldo's sneaking up on him, right? He's yeah, yeah, I have at this stage completely forgotten what we're talking about what what's the what's the title of this it's where's wally and um what... where's waldo and what has he done with wally oh there that's it yeah. um so I, I yeah i reckon it's like um the it's very much like a a, a very tense almost like spy thriller mystery where mm. um you've got this this uh, government agent who is trying to track down uh waldo because, uh, like, uh, Wally is a very, very important political figure, and a clone of him is trying to track him down and kill him. Yeah. So he can take his place. And this just keeps happening. You know, this just, like, the Waldos are constantly popping up all over the world, 
trying mm-hmm. to take Wally down when he does his important speeches about human yeah. rights and uh, that's what Wally does, isn't and, it? And red and white scarves. Yeah, yeah. All, all through time, all through uh, all through the world. <laughs> yeah, on the beach. Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> it's everywhere. Museum. You yeah, know, there's there's, <laughs> there's loads. The, the sea, loads of yeah. scuba divers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- uh, train yard station. <laughs> yeah, is thing. that one? Yeah, I, I think, think so. I'm pretty sure that's one. Yeah, a um, uh, a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah, find <laughs> <that laughs> <way. laughs> Wally because he's the only one there. He's the only one that survived. <laughs> <laughs> Wally survived. Ironically, Wally is the one human <laughs> amongst them alone. Amongst the red and white striped mutants, because <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't find him. They, no, they couldn't. it's because it's because you know, obviously, the apocalypse is brought on by you know uh, as the result of extreme American nationalism, <laughs> and so so everyone's wearing like the the American flag. Yeah. And that's why it's difficult to find among and, them. <laughs> and, and of course, you, you, you do have to find... You know, you get that extra list of other things you need to find. You know, you mm-hmm. need to find a scuba diver, you need to find a, uh, a shark, whatever. You need um, to find the odd couple. <laughs> you need to find the werewally, of course. Um, oh. Is, uh, is... <laughs> Where, werewally? <laughs> Where, werewally? Um, so, yeah, what you, like, who would you cast as Wally if you were casting... Uh, Wally slash Waldo today. Oh, flipping heck. That's a very good question. Oh, Um, James McAvoy. It could work. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like he doesn't know where he is most of the time. Yeah. (laughs) Or is that what we're going by? (laughs) Or um, uh, Michael Fassbender. He'd be a good Wally. Like a very, very serious Wally. (laughs) I, I don't think... have an answer for this because I I think Wally needs to look quite kind of dweeby, but he needs to look very specifically eighties dweeby, right? Yeah. Because Wally, that design, he was originally supposed to be a kind of a dweeby uh, like tourist character where he had his big rucksack and all of the stuff that he would take with him on holiday, and that's not really an image that we have anymore. Now we need someone who can yeah. fit that. Like you remember when they um. They managed to make the chap who played the owl guy in uh, Watchmen look really 80s just by giving him big glasses. I guess mm. by saying that, what I've done is I've talked myself around to thinking that, yeah, pretty much anyone can play Wally. Just, <laughs> just the glasses. glasses have to be on. on... What's what about, the word? What Fleek. about Tommy Wiseau? He, wow. Like, okay, he, I again, take like... it back that anyone can play Wally. <laughs> I, I, I now see that that isn't necessarily true. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Wally. Is Wally doesn't know where he is at the best of times. No, right. Um, we just take the lenses out of his yes, sunglasses. But you see, the mistake you're making there is that you're trying to cast someone who doesn't know where they are to play <laughs> someone who doesn't know where they are. But that's that's that, that's you're going to have trouble there because you need someone who can reliably show up to film the film. Okay, but okay, I'll I'll, I'll compromise here with you, Dave. Good point. Okay. Um, yes, true. Except if someone reliably f- shows up to film the film, we still put a blindfold on them and spin them around three times before they do any sh- any of the uh, oh, scenes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I feel like they, they were threatening to make a Where's Wally film a few years ago. And I was no. going like, no, they were. And, and there was a couple of notable things about this. I was, I, I was thinking, how will they do it? Because what would the film be? Would the camera always be zoomed really out and it's just loads of people walking around? <laughs> because that is... Literally the only point of where's Wally. Yeah. No... <laughs> yeah. Even if and, and and you can extrapolate a story from it, 
But you're doing it wrong if at no point in the film do you have a screen full of people doing interesting things all at once. Which yeah. you can't do. It's, it's someone looking with... from a satellite, isn't it? And zooming in and yeah. zooming in and zooming in and then going, where is he? It would be about a government sniper, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing that was interesting about it was that there was like multiple articles came out about this when, when it was announced. And the, the thing that they all said, some version of, which obviously was in the press release or some interview or something, was like, they've made the decision to age Wally up. So he's not going to be a 10-year-old boy anymore. He's going to be a man in his 20s. And we all went... What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Were we supposed to have thought he was a boy? Because he, he definitely was, wasn't. He wasn't you, a you, boy. If you use literally any of the evidence it's possible to glean from anything to do with his life, such as the fact that he was like uh, began life as a tourist on his own, um, <laughs> had had a. On the page, while the Where's Wally books unfolded, a torrid affair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to... I know we're doing Life's a Pitch, but I just need to rant about this, right? (laughs) So this book came out, which was called the Where's Wally, the Ultimate Fun Book, right? And this expanded the Where's Wally mythos a little bit (laughs) to (laughs) to include his girlfriend, whose name was Wilma. Now, Wilma was basically... She just looked like Wally, but... You know, that basically, that was it. She just looked like Wally, but she had sort of girl glasses instead of man glasses. <laughs> and, and, you, and so now there were two Wallys to find. And then this other book comes out in which you, you have to find not just Wilma, but her twin sister, Wenda. And then, oh, from then on, this is going. in every single book after that, Wenda was Wally's girlfriend and there was no Wilma. Oh, and on the dear. TV series, it was Wenda. Unless I'm getting them mixed up and it was the other way around. But anyway, this happened, I promise you. (laughs) And like, I was... I I needed an explanation for this. And none was forthcoming. And now looking back, at the time I just thought it was an accident or a mistake. Now looking back, I'm pretty sure it was a deliberate joke left in by Martin Hanford to to, to raise titters. But instead, it just raised big question marks over my head. (laughs) They were just floating around there making bubbly popping noises. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. So anyway, we'll, we'll... all of this can go in the film. You know the uh, you know the clone of Wally that, yeah. that is coming up behind him to attack him, mm-hmm. and he's called Oddlaw. No, he's called Waldo, which is Oddlaw backwards. Yeah. There was a bad Wally, a yellow and Oddlaw. black, right? So I'm thinking that he that this is his origin story. He oh, is a clone okay. of Wally who, in order to you know, I guess not be mistaken for Wally for some reason. Oh, I would want that because it seems like it's you know an advantage to be mistaken for Wally because yeah. then the government sniper won't, won't yeah. kill you. But at some point he, you know, changes his name to Oddlaw. I, I think I know what this is. Basically, it's, um, you know, you know, there's that new Will Smith film coming out where Will Smith is playing uh, Will Smith and then the clone of Will Smith uh, who's trying to kill Will Smith. No, but I'm interested. Um, yeah. Something like that. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a movie where Will Smith is a real good assassin and a clone of Will Smith is trying to kill Will Smith, um, but, but he's really younger. Good. It's like, oh, we aged Will Smith down to Fresh Prince days, and now he's trying to kill his older self. Um, oh. Weird, yeah. That, that might... I wonder if that is what would happen. If there, if, <laughs> you know, if, if there was a, a younger version, cloned version of Will Smith, would that Will Smith <laughs> decide... have any reason to, to, to kill the original Will Smith? Probably. Ooh. Well, we'll find out in, in uh, Where's Waldo yeah. and What's He Done With Wally. Because, the Matrix would have been um, better. 
Because I think <laughs> there's there's a bunch of uh, clones of Wally because he is like uh, one of the best uh, agents that the the government's ever had, and so the yeah. government was like, well, he's a perfect specimen. Clearly, yeah. he's a really good spy because he can get lost in a crowd. Exactly. So we're gonna make a load of them because they just pass without trace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, th- so, like, what happens is uh, this guy we-, we see played by I don't know. Um, let's say uh, who 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 do we cast for 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 what? Because he's going to be playing oh, all God. three of these characters. I'm I, I want someone who looks like Wally. I want the mm. long face. That's that's really my only thing I want is someone with a long Benedict Cumberbatch. Why not? Um, he's got a longish that... face. He he's has... mainly forehead. That might be too long. <laughs> but for the purposes of not making the podcast too long, I'll concede. <laughs> okay, Benedict Cumberbatch is, uh, yeah, he's, he's he's playing Wally, and then another version of him who yeah. is always wearing a he's wearing like a hacker cap or something, like he's wearing yeah. like a baseball cap or something. Um, is he's up in space, right? He's on he's oh, on he's right. on a, he's on a government satellite, okay. and this is this is the whole like sniper thing, right? Because essentially, uh, we know that a rogue. Um, Waldo is is out there, right? Mm. Trying to kill the main Wally, the one who's actually got into who's who's sort of a superhero in the public's eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, he's not. He's a superhero out of the public's eyes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he's the main one, though. He's the original, and he's just about to retire. He's going on his holidays all over the world. Um, and oh, is he old in this? Is it old Wally? Yeah, oh, yeah, I quite yeah. like the idea of old Wally. <laughs> We've aged up Benedict Cumberbatch old, for that one. Old grizzled Wally. <laughs> oh, like and then, Ben Affleck in Batman. And then yeah. here comes here comes old Waldo. Right? He's a he's some kind of uh, uh, person who's threatening the life of old Benedict Cumberbatch because he wants them to stop making clones. You can't make a clone of a clone in this world. So yeah. um, he's he wants the government to stop making clones because he's like this is not an existence that I like you know like that that, that is right um, so anyway he's sneaking up behind uh, Waldo uh, sorry Wally trying to kill him all over the place uh, and then at some point um, Benedict Cumberbatch in space will make a terrible sacrifice um, uh, to 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 try and save Wally but then find out a terrible secret and then eventually become uh, what was he what was he called um, uh, Od Oddwall Oddlaw. 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 He'll become Oddlaw uh, in the I process. I tell you what, I think, this, I think we should greenlight this because is there a better sell? Is there a better tagline than Benedict Cumberbatch in space will make a terrible whatever it was? <laughs> a terrible sacrifice, sacrifice. And, a, and a terrible yeah. discovery. Yeah. I, I've, I've got a mini quick pitch for this. Um, okay. So it is just a book. It's a pitch for it's not a film. It's a book. Oh, okay. Is, That's out, just, of our, out of out of our remit, Tom. It's just a, it's not. It says uh, Where's Wally? Book of the film. It's just a standard Where's Wally book, except closer and closer every page with yeah. this crowbar. Yep. And uh, and then you, it gets right behind him, and they're both looking at the reader at that point. Oh. And then you turn the page over, and it's just a map reference. <laughs> and that's the end of the book. <laughs> imagine if, imagine if there was a film, and it wasn't a Where's Wally film. Just any fi- pick, any film. Yeah. Pick a film. Uh, 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 Die another day, right? Die another day. <laughs> oh, and imagine if the book of the film came out, 
And like, you know, you're expecting like a novelization. But no, it's a Martin Hanford Where's Wally style <laughs> book of the film. <laughs> and it roughly tells the story of the film, but in massively convoluted crowd shots. I I kind of want that apart from for Game of Thrones. Because like <laughs> That'd be good. here's the thing, right? Uh a lot of films are centered around one person, right? So like unless you had a bunch of um Jason Bournes you would yeah. not manage to make a Jason Bourne uh, book like that because they're just the things that happen mm. would only happen like it within a certain mm. space, and well, then nothing yeah, else happens don't... in this film. Well, yeah, but think of what could be happening in the periphery of that space. There could be all sorts of interesting stuff. But but go on, give me your idea. Um, so, <laughs> but but with with Game of Thrones, all sorts of stuff is happening all the time. Yeah, like all mm. over the place. So yeah. you can just have these like big wide shots of like I don't know the flipping uh, big wedding or whatever, and yeah. uh, it's all zoomed out, and you got to check who's killing who and who's God. having sex with who up in the rafters. It's great. I, 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 oh. I love that episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> the big wedding. The, the, the big wedding. There's the red wedding, the purple wedding, and just the big wedding. <laughs> the big wedding. The big wedding. Yeah. The big Actually, wedding. For real, though, I would like to see a Martin Hanford illustration of the Red Wedding. I, I, yeah. I, that would be great. <laughs> Where's Walder? Oh, oh my word. My goodness. Oh. How is that not a real thing? Just oh. someone Google it really quick just to check that it isn't. Because <laughs> I think that, that, that must be a thing, right? Hang on. Uh, yes, it is. I thought yeah, it, so. <laughs> that is, sounded too good to not it's, exist. It is. It is literally what you've described. It is precisely <laughs> what we've described. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's let's move on. Uh, I need to yep. see it now. <laughs> that I'm writing. Uh, there's a there's a bit early on where I talk about how talking to. American Sonic fans today is a lot like talking to someone who is a really, really big fan of McCartney's 90s output, but doesn't know what he did before that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, uh, I, I think I, I think I uh, played Tom some 90s McCartney before, haven't I, Tom? Ah. Yeah, yeah. The... Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know well, yeah. If, if you can call him McCartney, um... <laughs> since, since the Abbey Road. Since, since he Incident. crashed a car on Abbey Road, apparently. No. Since he got, when they were crossing that road, he got hit by a car. Yeah, and it knocked his sock clean off. <laughs> I don't mean that, do I? I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. His, his socks were knocked clean off. Yeah. It was a miracle. And that's he already, he already did have his shoes on, but this knocked his socks off. And he was, and he was like, "I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm going to walk across the road. Let's get the album done. Let's get the cover <laughs> photographed. I'll be fine." And then at the other end of the crossroads, he just <laughs> keeled over and, <laughs> and, and died. Yeah, they got him replaced with uh, William Shears. That's the thing. What they did, they didn't go. I know what we'll do. We will. Uh, Frank and and in like you know the the management company and like the record company and so on. No one was capitalist enough to say this will be very good for sales. You know, mm. uh, if we bring this album out posthumously, holy crap, there isn't a human being on earth who won't buy it. No, they were like, let's actually. They did the right thing. They did the reasonable thing. They said, let's the honorable thing. Let's not <laughs> capitalize on the death of Paul. Let's instead set up a massive conspiracy <laughs> uh, and make it appear that he's still alive. 
the Beatles are still selling records. Let's yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> let's replace yeah. him they, wholesale. I why didn't I wonder why they didn't go the same route with the other two dead Beatles? <laughs> Just keep replacing them. Been completely comfortable to kill them off. <laughs> and then when Ringo goes, you do that, and then you just yeah. keep replacing them with younger versions. Well, I like well, the idea that they that they consciously put all these clues that Paul was dead in all the album covers when he wasn't actually dead, and then he did die, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Oh shit." Now everyone's going to think it's real. <laughs> they were playing. They were playing a prank on Paul. <laughs> oh dear me! I just love the idea of a of a band get with with like they're constantly being replaced by new members um, <laughs> yeah. with the same name. So then eventually, like John Lennon is four hundred and fifty three years old. <laughs> The, the, the Beatles of Theseus. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Sugar. I want. Matt, I want to pitch that. The sugar babes. <laughs> yeah, but you, the problem is you've got to rename the actual the actual people who enter into the band as soon as they enter into the band. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fair. Anyway, the Beatles we, of Theseus uh, is like my sake. favorite Doctor Who episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, let's actually record this, otherwise we'll just be sat chatting about Beatles. And frankly, <laughs> some of this is recordable quality content. Don't worry, I started recording <laughs> uh, um, just as you started talking about your book. So. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.